Hello, everybody, and welcome to Nothing But Nonsense, Episode 3. Our first episode of the new year. Happy 2019, everybody. To our subscribers and our listeners, I'm glad that you've stuck with us through a little bit of turmoil in the latter half of, or latter, like, 8th of 2018. Uh, lost an episode there for a little bit. But I found it, and we're back on track, so... I'm just glad that anyone who has been with us through this whole time is still with us. And, yeah, this is probably one of my more favorite episodes, because we get into a little more casual conversation, talking about ourselves, talking about our thoughts and stuff, and moving away from what has bogged down the past couple episodes with movies and everything, our usual topics, and we branch out into a little bit more different topics, I could say. So... I'm really happy with this episode, and fair warning for the future, the episodes may sound a little bit weird. That is because, as we explained in episode one, we all don't live in the same place right now. I live in Grand Rapids, Matthew lives in Ann Arbor, and Dawson's still back home where, where we all are from. I hope that you'll bear with us and continue to listen because I hope you enjoy these as much as we enjoy making them because the basis of everything is just a couple of friends having a good conversation about stuff we like so uh, without further ado I give you nothing but nonsense episode three <laughs> Welcome to Nothing But Nonsense, episode three. I honestly never thought we'd get it this far with the <laughs> loss of episode one, but here we are. And we I made just, it. Yeah, I'd like to wish everyone a happy new year in happy 2019. New year. It's really good to 2018's over. <laughs> I, it was like an it was like a so-so year for me. What about you guys? Yeah, I'd say about the same. It was average. So I had so. a, I had a pretty good year. I had a lot of good vacations. Yeah. A lot of change though, but right. it was change for the better. So. I'm your host, Andrew, as always, and as always, joining me is Matt and Dawson and Andrew again. So, alright, so one thing I want to talk about in 2019 is what are our expectations for the year? Like, we got a lot of movies coming out, a lot of big names coming out, we got Marvel keeping their usual haymakers, they got a big haymaker coming out this year that we talked a little bit, talked a lot of it about last time, but what are you guys' expectations for... Endgame, now that we're in 2019. It's like, it's we can taste it. It's, it's so, so close. close. Just a few months away. It's, yeah. it's very exciting to have another huge movie coming out after how big Infinity War was. Like, just to have another big one coming out is just exciting in itself. And then, obviously, we touched quite a bit on, like, a couple of our expectations without mm-hmm. trying to, like, Spoil. throw full yeah. theories. Yeah, out we don't want to get any theories out there. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I do. <laughs> We're trying to keep tossing a little tame <laughs> for this uh, series, but yeah, no, I I am excited to actually see a movie again that I don't know anything that's going to happen going into it. I have ideas, but I'm excited to finally see a movie again that I leave the theater going, "Wow, I did not expect that, but dang, that was good." <laughs> to be completely honest, I kind of want to pull a Matthew and not watch the next trailer. Like I had to watch the first one because it's like. 
Come on. I still have I, d- I don't have the uh, self-discipline to not watch the I next trailer. I was honestly hoping they wouldn't release a trailer, and we would just go into this movie kind of blind. Because that's what J.J. Um, Abrams has done a couple times with his Cloverfield movies, is that he'll all of a sudden, not for the last one, which was Overlord, which kind of wasn't really a Cloverfield movie, but was one of his types that of movie movies. That was weird. Yeah, it looked weird. I didn't even see it. But um, it kind he does that, like, for 10 Cloverfield Lane, he released a trailer and, like, January or December and the movie was coming out in March <laughs> and he no one had even heard of it nobody even knew what was going on it was just out and same thing with uh, the Cloverfield Paradox I think was what it was called it was on Netflix it was a Cloverfield oh, yeah. special and so and I think they announced that at like Comic Con or something like that and they said oh yeah and it's streaming right now the problem yeah. with that though is it takes away a lot of the marketing for the yeah, thing yeah that's so the only problem so there's not going to be as many people seeing it because they don't know about it. But I also feel like that I understand that we weeds out the casual fans, but I also kind of think that if you're going to see the movie, you're going to see it regardless of the trailer or not. You're yeah, going, yeah. Oh, yeah. if you saw Infinity War, there's no chance. Even if you're like a casual watcher and you're not super in-depth in the lore and the characters and everything, and you're just thinking of the movies, you saw Infinity War, you're going to see Endgame. Oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. Mm-hmm. that you Absolutely. So... The funny thing is, millions of those dollars were probably returned. It's like, people going back to see it a second or third yeah, or fourth you, time. Yeah, you know yeah. that happens a lot. I, I think I saw it twice. I, I saw it three times, two times within a matter of two days. I only saw it once, and I can probably count on one hand the number of times I've seen a movie twice in theaters. <laughs> I think it was literally just Rogue One and Doctor Strange, and not necessarily because I loved those movies. Granted, I did love Rogue One, but just because, like, because of situations that happened, I ended up going twice. Yeah, I think I saw... The movies I've seen the most in theaters, I think Force Awakens twice, Little Rogue One, maybe three times, Last Jedi was twice, um, Solo was once, uh, that doesn't matter, that but I think the most, <laughs> and the most I've ever seen a movie in theaters was probably uh, the second uh, reboot of Star Trek. That mm. I saw that in theaters probably about five times. Huh. Yeah, I think the one I saw the most in theaters was probably Black Panther. And that wasn't because I thought it was really, really good, although it was good. I don't think it's the best of Marvel. I didn't like Black Panther. I, I thought really? it was okay. I'm in one of the minorities. I, I did not like it. A Panther lot of people loved it. It's very critically acclaimed. I thought it was okay. Like, when it comes to Marvel, maybe top ten. Uh, but I don't consider it, like, top five. Just because, I mean, I loved it. But I loved other Marvel movies more. Yeah, I think it might want to be one of the lowest rated movies. Really? For me. Hmm. Because it was just... Yeah. What were you saying, Matthew? It's not that it was bad. It's just kind of like what you were just saying about how you wouldn't put it top five necessarily. It's not that it was a bad movie in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's just that I just liked other ones better. Granted, yeah. I will put a disclaimer out there that I think Black Panther may be close to top five for me. If not top five, six or seven. Oh yeah, I would rank other ones like the first Avengers before it, yeah. uh, Iron Man, uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's up there. Uh, that's top three for sure. Spider Man, um, just like a, a handful of things that like I thought was genuinely better, uh, but I did I did enjoy that movie enough where I didn't mind seeing it three times. But yeah, that was also because of circum circumstance. Yeah, I ended uh, up seeing it with like different people every time one time I was in a different country so <laughs> oh my god yeah. but I'm thinking I'm gonna say that I think might come really obvious is that 
Black Panther had a target audience. It hit that target audience, and we are not in that target audience. Yeah, no, not necessarily. We are not. We're not in that target audience. But the people that were in that target audience, I'm not gonna get the specifics because I don't want to <laughs> offend anybody. But I'm just saying, we were not in that target audience. But I know people were in the target audience, and it hit, and they loved the movie. Yeah. So. And they, it was about time they made a movie like that. <laughs> made a movie yeah, for that over, target it was audience. Long overdue, yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But one thing Same I with g- Captain Marvel coming out yeah. too. It's I'm yeah. glad that Marvel's taking yeah. steps in yeah. the right yeah. directions. Yeah, it's just like Absolutely. Wonder Woman though, female lead mo- female led movies. I think I'm really glad that they're coming out with more of those. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman was huge when it was out. Yeah. 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 But we touched on that last we time. We did. So we won't get too much into that. Yeah. One <laughs> thing that did find I did find a little strange. Is that they... Doctor Strange? <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> but one thing I did find a little strange is that for the Academy Awards for special effects, Black Panther's in the running. Hmm. And I did not think those special effects were good at all. See, I'm not somebody who looks at, at special effects and is like, man, that was garbage. It's like, I don't... I just didn't think there was anything that really caught my attention. Yeah. Well, I, I noticed... Kind of the special effects. I noticed the CGI most like, often. Yeah, during the Black Panther Killmonger fight at the end, it's like... Yeah. It, it totally took... Pretty fake. Yeah, it took me out of the film. I was like, this is awful. Like, the one... This is so bad. Most, I will say, uh, Matthew and I saw Once Upon a Deadpool, like, earlier this week, because we were curious and stuff. Yeah, at, how yeah, at the end Deadpool of the last would, episode. Would be. <laughs> and, uh... But we didn't really... Oh, I mean, at least I didn't. I didn't think the CGI was very good at all. I thought it there's was some crap. moments. I understand there's yeah. some moments in that movie where the CGI goes like, a little bit bad. Uh, I can't remember. it. Is it Colossus? Not Colossus. I just Colossus. Yeah. Colossus versus Colossus. Juggernaut. Yeah, Colossus. yeah. You know what you're talking that about. That was like, so the Juggernaut fight. With Juggernaut in that movie did not look the best, but I think Juggernaut looked good. Colossus just looked fake the whole yeah. time. Yeah, because you had two giant CGI characters fighting yeah. each other. Yeah. Well, and he did say, say, did he preface it with the CGI fight company? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that's one of the good things about Deadpool is they can recognize recognize that. (laughs) The huge steaming ball of foreshadowing. But one thing, if any movie is going to win special effects this year, or maybe not special effects, but I think... I think Avengers. Infinity War should definitely win special effects. They made Thanos look so real. They made Black Panther look better than Black Panther made Black Panther look. (laughs) Yeah. He looked a hundred times better... In Infinity War than he ever did in all of... And rightfully so, because they spent so much money on oh, that yeah. movie. Yeah. Like, I mean, they granted, they made it back in a day, but still, they that is the most expensive movie ever made. Yeah. Yeah. So, it better look good. <laughs> Without a doubt in my mind, I think, who sh- I think for who should win an- the animated ca- category this year, should definitely be Into Spider-Verse. That yes. movie was so... I loved that movie. That was beautifully made. I'm so excited to see it eventually. Yeah, I was so excited. And it it literally met every one of my expectations I had for it. It was It beat my expectations. I don't want it with high expectations. Like usually with someone like Matthew who hasn't seen I don't want to hype it up too much to like let them fall fat. But I feel like you could go like this movie is just I mean, I give it a. I rarely do this, but I give it eleven out of ten. Wow! Like it was so good. It it got good critical reviews too. And yeah, I, I'm I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, so mm-hmm. I'm a little bit nitpicky when I see the stuff on the big screen come to fruition and all that. Uh, so I don't like when they screw up the character, but I think they did a really good job with all the characters. Uh, like, 
even though they did a lot with like uh, Peter Parker that I wasn't expecting, but I really enjoyed it. I like, really liked that because they got that free range to do it. Yeah, because yeah. it's not affecting a big old story. Like it's, it's not. This is not a spoiler, but I'm just saying the characters are subjected to their own individual universe. So it's not affecting an overall storyline, and you can just explain the issues that people have away with, it was an alternate universe. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah. <laughs> Deal with it. That character might have looked different. It's a different universe. Yeah. Yeah. It might have looked different from the one in the other Peter Parker universe, or in the Gwen Stacy universe. Like, yeah. It could totally look, it would look 100% different. It's like, oh, well, it's right. a different universe. Yeah. yeah. And I, I went to see it with my family and they they were hesitant at first because there wasn't many Christmas movies that like a family can go and see. That's definitely a family movie. If you yeah. yeah. And I kept, I'm like, come on, let's let's go see Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse. It's PG. It, it, it'll be good. Trust me. Uh, and like, it had good critical reviews. It had 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Doesn't mean that much. But, deserves it entirely. But it deserved it. Uh, even IMDb, it had an 8.8. Six at one point. I don't know if it still does, but it was. It should. It, it's pretty. It still. Pretty it deserves e- that or even higher in my book, but because it there wasn't much wrong with the movie at all. Um, but yeah, my parents and my siblings ended up really enjoying it, even though they're not. Uh, other than my brother and maybe a little bit of my dad, they don't enjoy comic book movies that much. But. They really came out of the theater enjoying it and saying, "Oh, it was a, it was a good family movie because it ultimately also was about family." Yeah, doesn't definitely doesn't touch on a hope of twenty nineteen of mine, which is more family friendly Christmas movies in theaters. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's, Star there's like Wars zero. will be coming. I think out. I think Netflix yeah, is true, really Star picking. Wars will be out. I think Netflix is picking up the ball with that one. Or they're not so yeah. much coming out in film, but they're coming out in. Uh, on Netflix, and they have yeah. more specials and more movies that Lately, are more assur- are like asserted to that. Before that, Netflix was kind of doing a bad job at that. There were no yeah. good kid or family movies on yeah. there. It was just a lot of mature rated stuff. Yeah, Netflix is no definitely coming into their own with their own niche content. Like, not niche yeah. as in, like, not small, but, like, they are really hitting every single genre. Yeah. Like, you're hitting your sci-fi, your horror, your nerds, your mm-hmm. everything. Your families, your kids, yeah. everything. You've got someone, something for everyone on Netflix. Plus, mm-hmm. they've got dozens of already not original content for them but already content that's been on on TV and other channels that are on there so you have unlimited choices yeah. when it comes to that yep one thing i do want to uh, touch on and kind of end with the uh, uh, spider verse uh, topic is that the after credit scene oh, was really, really good. Goodness. And it was, was worth the wait. I almost peed myself. That was so <laughs> I, funny. I died laughing. It was a good Easter egg for what they plan on doing in the future, but it was also a really good, uh, I'd say, meme-worthy joke. Oh, <laughs> definitely. They had a lot of the Spider-Man memes in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was so good. But, but uh, yeah. I mean, my parents and uh, were just like... That wasn't worth the wait, but I'm like, if you enjoy Spider-Man at all, it was definitely worth the wait. Definitely. So, and, and, like, and if you, if you don't like care about... about yes. Yeah. Dawson, I think, is the biggest Spider-Man oh, yeah. fan I know. <laughs> Actually, I think he's the second biggest, because there's a guy I know at college who oh. I think might even be a bigger Spider-Man fan than Dawson. Really? So, and that's saying something. Does he have the underoos? <laughs> he might, actually. I don't. I did, I think, when I was a kid, but... He might still have them. <laughs> Sleeps with them at night. <laughs> but one more thing I have to say. 
Jeez. Sorry about the noise. It's, it's a little bit, it's a bit, a little bit rowdier than usual. <laughs> and so one, one of the two, two more things I have to say about Spyros. The one thing I had to say was that it's a comic book movie. Like even the animation style is comic book. That's oh like, yeah, I got that for the. Trailer. Yeah, like it's definitely when it comes like people. There's like superhero movies, but this is a comic book movie. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed that little touch that they added. It was nice. It was different. Um, and it's, it really pays tribute to the character of Spider-Man, whether it is Miles Morales or Peter Parker, because he talks to himself a lot. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, a way, a cool little thing they did in the movie, uh, which they've talked about, I think they've showed it in the trailer, is, uh, when he's thinking to himself, it shows it in comic book, uh, style words. Yeah, thought So, it's like a thought bubble, and you hear him talking. Uh, and it, it's really cool, and it's a, a very unique approach to yeah. the genre. Yeah. The one with, the last thing I have to say about Spider-Verse before we move on is that definitely one of the com- uh, complaints that my brother had about it that he didn't go see it for was that he was, hes- you know, he was hesitant to see it for was that it looked like a kid movie, and he didn't really like that. But I can f- say definitely... It's n- it's a kid movie, but it's also an adult movie. It hits. It can, it's a movie for everyone. It's like Toy Story. Like they talked about, and they they released a TV spot a little while ago that said it's for kids, it's for moms, it's for families. It's like it's an everyone it's for your pet movie. dog. Yeah, literally, <laughs> everyone could go into that movie and get something different out of it and enjoy it in a different way. Like it's definitely an everyone movie. Like I really liked it. It was really good. I can't wait for sequels and yeah. a lot. Sony did a great yeah. job on this one. Yeah, the last thing I have to say about this so we can get back to a topic where Matthew can actually have some input <laughs> is that there are very few movies that I'll look at and I'll see and I'll be like, I want to buy that. I'm definitely, as soon as that's coming out on DVD, it's going into my movie collection. Same, but so, I do yeah. own every Spider-Man movie, though. <laughs> so, so It wasn't really a question. All right. Even if it was bad, I was going to buy it. Does that include Venom? No, it okay. just came out, so... Yeah. A little bit ago, so I haven't gotten that yet. But it's not completely a Spider-Man movie, so sure. doesn't have Spider-Man. That's another movie I'm anxious to see eventually. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm anxious, anxious to see it, but I'm interested to see it. I'm just genuinely like, interested. Have neither of you seen it? I've nope. never seen it. I enjoyed it. It was good. Uh, critics were a little harder on it, but sure. I think the fans enjoyed it overall. Uh, it had... A nice approach to the character. There were a few things where it was like, ah, oh, yeah, that's cheesy. But there were a few things that were like, whoa, that was awesome. I would love to con- I would love to see that in another movie. So uh, they, compared to Spider-Man 3's Venom, he blew it out of the water. Tom Hardy <laughs> did a good job. So, <laughs> I think you could only go from... You can only go, go up from, from there. there. <laughs> like you, That's the only way. You can't do anything else. It's only up from there. But I... I loved the way Venom looked in the movie, and the only, only complaint I have about the suit and uh, the overall style of Venom is that he didn't have the spider, but that was for very clear reasons. Yeah, because he wasn't on Spider-Man. Because he wasn't in a Spider-Man movie, and, you know, it it was hard to do that when, you know, Spider-Man is with the MCU right now, and they're trying to create their own thing with Venom. Yeah. So, so... I can't really complain too much, but it would have been sick to see him with, like, a spider. But Just they did a good job points. with, like, uh, they had white veins across his whole 
body to kind of make up for the lack of uh, color. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think they did a, a pretty good job overall, and I think they can, if they continue to build upon it, they can they can probably do better, especially if they build a universe or a story around the Spider Verse, because yeah. I think that should be the core. If they if Sony does decide to do their Spider verse because they own all the spider verse yeah <laughs> like i think <coughs> that is what they should build yeah. it around uh even yeah. even if they just do animated stuff i think that would be good for them yeah because it is different from the entire industry right now yeah there's not many animated superhero movies out there other than the incredibles yeah so yeah. they don't that, have much competition there yeah. and so far between those it's been like what 10 years 14 14 15 years time. 15 years between yeah. it was like releases. 2005 to 2018 or 2004 or something like that so yeah it was it was quite so, yeah, a while it was quite a while so I don't think well, that's how have, disney does their sequels yeah. they don't yeah. have too much competition so the one thing okay so next thing i want to get on to was i don't think that we've ever talked about something like this before on the on the podcast in the past two episodes yet but wow. we're going to go into a gaming talk right now. So I want to talk about Exciting. the one thing that I've only had for a little while now. Matthew's had some luggage. Okay, I wasn't going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, but, but you had it more recently. I've had it a little bit longer than you, but Matthew, I think, has had it longer than all it's of us. It's, it's not even mine. It's my sister's. Well, yeah, but you've had more contact with it sure. than, the mo- than, the, than most of us. Sure, yeah. So we're talking about the Switch. And so... I was thinking the other day about how about all the Nintendo consoles, and I think the Switch is the pinnacle of Nintendo. Yeah. Like, I think this is what Nintendo has been building to their entire career. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know where they're going to go after this. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I don't even, I don't even yeah. know where they could even begin to go. Because, but it is Nintendo, yeah. so we'll see. Yeah, so they pulled weirder socks out of their hat. Weirder, <laughs> weirder um... Bunnies out of... Rabbits. Not socks. Rabbits socks out of their hats. Because they're going to knock your socks off, man. But, yeah, the a portable console, I think, is exactly what Nintendo has been building to. With a cartridge system instead of a disc, their entire career, their entire industry. Like, even as far back as probably, I don't even know where. I think the moment they strayed away from the cartridge system, they kind of faltered in their business. Because Nintendo isn't really known for their cartridge, I mean, known for their disc. It's cartridge system. Mm-hmm. I think all the way up until... I think the GameCube was their first car, car, uh, disc system. See, but that oh, yeah. worked yeah. as a smaller disc. Yeah, it, it makes sense. And it was a little bit more unique to their unique, style. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then they went to the Wii and then the Wii U and it was just basically the same thing as everyone else was yeah. doing. Well, even the N64 had the cartridges. They were just larger yeah. and stuff. And then the yeah. Game Boy, the DS. So I think everyone's once the Switch came out, it was basically a combination of everything that worked for them yeah. the motion control from yeah. the Wii remotes a definite uh, the upgrade on the motion portable control. combined with the uh, TV home console system yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's I think the graphics of a home yeah. console combined with the portability of a portable system yeah actually now that I think about it I know what they're gonna do from now uh, like from here on out is they're gonna do what Xbox and PS4 do is just release a switch 2 switch 3. And just I don't think they're the graphics, call. but it'll be years call. before they do that. But uh, Nintendo's yeah. never done a two or a three. They've done a well. They'll be like name. they'll be like the Switch, uh, 3D or whatever. <laughs> no, I don't think. I think they've learned. 
I think that's the, one of the funny things that Nintendo's has done done recently is they've re they've sold and resold their products as under different names. I think it's really hilarious. It is. They, they sold the t- the DS under like fifteen different names. They sold it under uh, what was it? And then they barely yeah. they slightly well, changed the, the cartridge. Well, there was the DS and the DSi yeah, and the they, 3DS and the 2DS. They, I think like, it's funny. And then the 3DS and XL. Yeah, exactly. I think it was funny for the 2DS. Because they took... The 2DS wasn't really a 3... It was just a 3DS, but flat and no bendability. Yeah. And then they... And no 3D capabilities, which I didn't care yeah. about. And then they, start, then they start selling the new, the new uh, 3DS or the new DS. And it was just a revamped version of the DS. And now recently they've been sell, selling the 2DS, but it's just a regular DS without the 3D capabilities. And yep. I think that's hilarious. That, that they are just grasping at straws trying to get this DS to stick again. <laughs> and they're selling this... They're selling, uh, Funny they're just, thing is they're, they're selling the selling. DS without the thing that everyone hated. Everyone hated... I'm pretty sure everyone I knew hated DS, uh, the uh, 3D on the DS. And oh yeah, because so, they made yeah. it 100 bucks more just for 3D. Yeah. And 3D. now they're just selling it without the thing that everyone hated. I think that's hilarious. I mean, they're giving the customers what it's they want, It's basically right? a DSi, again, but, you know, newer and... Probably yeah. better graphics, but yeah, and different cartridges, definitely. So yeah, and then I think that will lead us into the next what Dawson was talking about earlier. Smash, Smash Bros. Bros. Smash I don't have so much to input on this thing, but I'll let you guys talk about it since you yeah, guys finally have, something yeah. Matthew and I. You guys have the most <laughs> most experience with the pros, the previous incarnations in the Smash Bros. series. So I'll let yes, you guys get that's true. Yes, the only one I haven't played is the original, but I have played yeah, Melee Brawl. So. All that kind of stuff. Well, I just haven't had the system for it, or been. I haven't had access to it. Is what I mean. But that was for the N sixty four. Yes. Yeah. I believe so. <laughs> yeah. So you have unlocked all the characters. Yeah. In a matter of three days. That is impressive. I mean, what are your like general opinions about? I don't know. You could talk specifics. I, or... I think the characters are a lot more even in this game, just as they were in the Smash, uh, Wii U and DS version. Uh, I think Brawl, there were reasons that, there are reasons that, uh, that game is probably one of the least favorite of the series. Yeah. Because a lot of the characters are very unbalanced. You have multiple players that can just kick anyone's butt without, you know, anyone being experienced on those characters. Uh, I mean, unless you're a pro player, you know, uh... You know, it's gonna be hard for you to <laughs> when it gets go to the against point them. where like specific characters have to be banned from tournaments of the yeah. game. It's like that's pretty bad. Oh yeah, <laughs> like for if that if yeah if you have to do that, you majorly screw up at some point. Yeah, which is why I really I really really enjoyed the Wii U version because they did a good job at balancing out all the characters they that did. they kind of messed up in Brawl, uh, uh, and specifically uh, Meta Knight yep. and Pit. <laughs> Yep. Uh, but it, I think they really did a good job at balancing those out and uh, making the heavy characters a lot more, you know, accessible and mm-hmm. playable. Yeah. Uh, in prior games, they were way too slow to do much with. Uh, and I think the new game really does it well because everything is a whole lot faster because yeah. the technology is a whole lot better. And uh, I, I enjoyed the portability of it all, too, because if yeah. I want to take it on the go, I can take it on the go. If I want to play it on a big TV, I can play it on a big TV. And I can play it with 
eight people, which is amazing. And I think Nintendo's doing a really good job at uh, keeping multiplayer like on a on a console. That's Instead what I love because Xbox and PS4 are like getting away from that. Yeah, couch co-op has become such a rarity. Which these sucks days. because that's how I play. I don't play online that much. Yeah, I got this. I did a speech on this a little while ago in one of my classes at college about the history of video games, and so I talked. And someone asked me this question about what do you, how do you feel about the about straying away from this, from the multiplayer in the room, and the into and, and this online multiplayer? Because then, because this is what I said. I said. The thing is, the way that video games used to work is that all your friends from the neighborhood would come to your house, mm-hmm. they'd sit in the room, mm-hmm. and you'd play the game, and then you'd take turns, you'd swap it around, yep. you had more controllers, you'd play more, and so, what what I was saying is that you had, the it's changed now. You only had one console and one TV in your house, and that's it. And so what I was, and so what I said is that it's changed now. If the, my family... To be specific, I don't know, it's got about, I think the standard for today is about one, about two or three TVs per household. I think that's yeah, the standard probably. nowadays. Yeah, I'd say Because so. TVs have been so, become so cheap and so available yeah. and so many different sizes and price ranges yep. that you can go out right now and buy a $100 TV that looks a billion times better than any TV you could have got for a thousand dollars back in like mm-hmm. 1983. Which yeah. now a lot of people have multiple game yeah. systems too, whether yeah. it be a portable yeah. version or... Like 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 a Game Boy, even back in the past or whatever, yeah. uh, or like modern day DS or or whatever, and yeah. then they've got like the Xbox or yeah. the PS4. Yeah, that's why I come back to my family too, because like my brother has he's a big Xbox fan, so he got the Xbox One, and then I got the PS4, and then he bought a PS4, and then I bought a Switch, and so we have multiple game systems. But back then, it was either you're a Sega or you're a Nintendo, and that's it. You that's can it. only your family can only really afford one, and so it got to the point where it was like. You only get to play, like, kids got only to get to play, like, maybe an hour or two after school until their parents come home and tell you either do your homework or your one of your parents, like your mom yeah. or dad, wants to take over the TV and watch TV. And so then you got kicked off and you had to go do something else. But today, with the multiple systems, is that I can come home from school or come home from work now that I'm graduated and we're all, gra- we're all graduated, yes, so we come are. home from work and I can, <laughs> I can go play my games and then my parents can go watch their TV and that's it. And so what I'm saying, and so what I said was, it's we're leaning away from that. And so we're more with t- with TV and the internet. We're we're more connected than ever as a as a society and as a people. But we're and also so, disconnecting. Okay, we're problem. not going to talk about. We're no, going to talk no, about. No, 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 don't touch on that. We're going to talk about <laughs> Nobody this. Nobody cares. And so what I'm saying, and I said was, you could play with, you could become best friends with someone who lives in Germany or Japan, and you never meet them. But they're your best friend, and you play games all together. And so people, they're starting, and so 